You are listening to the Voice of the Arts, WQED FM, a RAD funded organization. Dusty Kirk is here, Vice Chair of RAD. That's correct. Thank you so much for coming by. We're thrilled to have you, and we've been having a blast celebrating 25 years of the regional asset district. How long has your service been on the RAD board? I've been on the RAD board about nine years now, and it's been a wonderful experience for me, learning all about our wonderful assets and the benefit that they bring to our region. What is your personal passion? What do you love about this job? Well, you know, people say it's really hard to give away money, and it is hard to give away money, but I, my passion is about giving it to our region so that the public can benefit from it. And I love to see that. I love to go to our parks that are free, our libraries that are free. And I think one of the special things I like is that we fund new assets, bringing you know, new arts to the region that you might not have seen before. And I think that makes our region so special. We're going to celebrate Radical Days. We are celebrating Radical Days, started on the 19th of September. Have you been out to catch anything, to do anything? Well, I um, have actually not caught anything yet, but it still goes to October 13th, so I have time. And uh, I'm going to be, you know, going to, I think, City Theater in that time. I'm going to be going to the opera and maybe the symphony. So. Symphony has a wonderful free concert every year. It's great. Absolutely. Now, uh, I read in the paper there are some super projects for the Regional Asset District, the possibility of phenomenal, uh, amazing events, and you're going to have the tough job of, of choosing them. Can you explain what's going on with that whole project? Sure. So the um, Radical Impact Grants, and what we were looking for is for our assets to think differently than they do when they come in and say, oh, I need operating money or I need uh, new microphones or things like that. We wanted them to think about something that they could do that would be a change for their organization and also change our region. So we had, um, I think, 44 applications, and we obviously couldn't fund all of those. And we had, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had all of them come in and make presentations to us. The, Well, I shouldn't say all of them. I should say the ones that um, we chose as the finalists. And it was, I think it was so much fun to see and hear them and what their visions are. So we have everything from a north side walking trail for arts organizations to the Radical Adventurers, which are part of the Father Ryan Arts Center in McKeese Rocks. And so you can see the very broad, different way they are looking at things. We also have a time capsule being proposed uh, where people can you know, create things and put in a time capsule and 25 years from now we'll see how they were looking at how RAD influenced them. And the city has a grand scheme to do something special with the outdoor sculpture, I understand, in the the city parks. The city and the county parks, which was really important to us because they've joined together to do art through all the parks. And so that, I think, is a really unique way to use our RAD dollars and jointly work to provide art that, you know, people go in the parks all the time, and now they get to see a work of art created by a local artist. And the plan there, I understand, involves gathering together some art which is spread 
hither and yon throughout uh, Allegheny right. County here. Yeah, Allegheny County has already a lot of art in various places. Some of it is in places where people don't go very often, so they want to create an, a sort of an art park where people can see it, and then the city is also looking at how they can uh, provide art in various parts of the when, city. When they came in to do their pitch, did they get more than the customary three minutes with the yellow and red light going off? <laughs> Yes, we didn't want to hold them to that. They, I think they all had 15 minutes. Wow. So, That's and we, luxurious. you know, we had uh, some presentations. We had a ceramic show. It was, it was really fun. Now, what about singing? Matt Mahaffey was here from the Mendelssohn Choir. You've got to fund the Mendelssohn Choir project, the Singing City. That sounds fabulous. I'm, I'm putting my pitch in here, Dusty. <laughs> well, you'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, we're announcing our uh, awards tomorrow for operating grants and for the impact grants. Oh, that's very exciting. So, yes, so they're talking about the big sing. And at first, we weren't sure, what is a big sing? Mm. And it really is going to go to all of our 90 neighborhoods in the city and get people who can sing. And they're going to train them to be, like Bobby McFerrin is going to train them. <laughs> and <laughs> can you imagine that? Fun. What an opportunity. And they're all, then there's going to be, it's going to be a year of training. And then a year from now, I guess, they're going to perform. And I want to be there for that. A little background on the Regional Asset District. Uh, the history, the rarity. Anybody else have a Regional Asset District like Pittsburgh? Well, I know I was in Denver, and they have something similar. And I talked to the person who runs it. But it's, it's a little different. Ours is much more far-reaching. And it's based on a dedicated sales tax, uh, the 1% that Allegheny County residents pay. And so we really want to use that money wisely, and we'd like to spread it around our region. So there's Boyce Mayview Park, which is in Upper St. Clair, and there's the McKeesport Renzi Housing Park, and of course, all of the county parks, they all get money from that 1% sales tax that make them accessible. And not to mention Round Hill Park, which my, was my kids' favorite when they were little, because that's where you can go pet goats and see pigs and cows and all that stuff. Now, you sometimes take heat from, like anything that has people involved, there are political whacks at the breadboard for not funding the favorite projects or whatever. And particularly the arts people say, well, you're funding all these stadiums and, and, and things that have nothing to do with the, with the arts and RAD gives way too much money to transit stadiums, whatever. Uh, I, I, I don't know. How, how do you answer those critics? Well, for one thing, the, the statute that was passed in 1995 requires us to fund the sports stadiums. And I think it's why we have such beautiful facilities. And so it's a requirement, we fulfill that requirement. At the same time, we do make sure that we are funding our arts organizations. So we try to balance it and we give an emphasis on things that are free. So the um, city parks, the county parks, and the libraries, they are really, I think, uh, about 60% of our funding. So we really try to make sure that we fund things that aren't going to cost people any money. And then and the transit is uh, has been an issue. But the way we looked at it, we did a survey 
of who uses transit to get to, like for example, the stadiums, or to the zoo, or to the museums. And not only that, we found out that many of the employees of those organizations use transit. So we felt it was really part of our mission. Catherine Kellerman, the new CEO from Port Authority, was here just the other day, and she mentioned that they're looking at some of the cultural district routes for expansion, 24-hour service, so that people can go to Heinz Hall or the Opera or whatever using PAP Transit. Right, and I think that's really important. I know one of my friends works at one of the cultural assets, and when she gets out of work at 11 o'clock, she would love to be able to get on a bus and go home uh, rather than take Uber. She often takes the bus down to her job but at 11. So I think that's, that's wonderful that Catherine's doing it. It's exactly what we want our funding to do. And you've seen through your investigation of the projects that you funded the power of what RAD has resulted in. You've seen the progress of the expansion and uh, how the arts have grown, certainly. Here in well, our, I believe that our uh, arts success is directly related to RAD because, you know, other places like Cleveland and have similar, similar arts organizations that aren't as far along in their outreach and their development as our arts organizations are. And so what we ask them is to leverage our money. So if you get RAD dollars, then are you going to use that to get other money from other funders? And we think that's what's engendered all this success. You have a great deal of experience with real estate. This is what you do for Reed Smith. This is what I do. Right? You're, you're the chief, are you not? <laughs> a super lawyer in charge of, uh, of what happens with uh, Reed Smith's uh, real estate business. Well, I have been for many years. I've enjoyed it, and I uh, recently turned it over to someone else to en enjoy, but I still enjoy doing the real estate work. So you know that the RAD funding increases the value of real estate. Well, absolutely it does, and that's one of the things that is important to us as well uh, because our RAD assets, like, for example, the Kelly Strayhorn, the new Hazlitt Theater, they all have been able to succeed because we've given them money to invest in those assets. And another great example, I think, is in the West End where I think you see there's a you know, Colleen Dorno, who's Pittsburgh Musical Theater. She is really an urban pioneer, and it's the same at the Mattress Factory. You know, I don't think that that north side would be as vibrant without Barbara... Ludorowski? Yeah, Barbara Ludorowski's investment that she made many years ago in the Mattress Factory. Right. And, and so you can see the results, even the city of Asylum also. Mm, you uh, can see how it's changing the region no with question. their arts. We were talking about that a moment ago, yeah. that uh, while the city's been working so hard to get that garden theater going for more than a decade, you would know more than I would about the real estate <laughs> goings on there. But in the meantime, here comes City of Asylum in Alphabet City, and that's uh, grown exponentially. It's amazing. Now, uh, I understand you also have uh, special expertise in Green buildings. Does green building real estate have anything to do with RAD? Is, uh, well, no, RAD doesn't. Uh, you don't worry about whether it's green or not. We don't specifically fund green buildings, but I can tell you from my experience in my business that 
tenants want to be in green buildings. So it helps you to get higher rent. It also helps you to save money on the operation of your building. So um, we're not requiring everyone to do that. But you can see, like, for example, Phipps is a, a perfect example of, I mean, what they've done with their using green to advance you know, their, their programming. I think it's, what is it, a LEED certified platinum or some, they're astronomical. They're one of the few in the country, and they've done a great job. I admire Richard Piacentini and what he's done there very much. He was in the paper the other day saying that he takes the long view, and it's certainly been the case. He's been there a while now, and the place has grown amazingly over that time. Right, so. and that gets back to one of um, the charges that Brad had because it was formed at the time when the city of Pittsburgh was running all of these assets, and those were, you know, the FIPS, the, uh, you know, obviously the libraries, they, they were running the Pittsburgh Center for the Arts, the zoo, uh, the aviary. And so one of the, you know, requirements that the city was interested in is let's turn those over to private entities and use rad dollars to see if we can advance them. And boy, has it worked. Um, you can see that in the zoo. You can see it in the, the FIPS and the National Aviary. You know, at one time, that aviary wasn't going to survive, and now it's a star. So Some uh, budding stars may be listening now thinking, how do I get started in getting a RAD grant? Where does it begin? You go to the website, read the material there. Then what? Yeah, go to the website, read the material, fill out an application, talk to our staff. Our staff is really good at advising you. And you have to start small. And we do fund new assets. We've added, I think, you know, five assets in the last couple of years. And we, I think we have some new ones that we'll announce tomorrow right. being funded. So we have an advisory board that we work with, and they evaluate all the new applications. And we think that's really important because the advisory board has a much broader view, um, and there's more people on it than are on our board. And we listen to what they say. And for example, they uh, were very instrumental in us funding Bricolage. I don't know if you've ever been to Bricolage, but you know, a few years ago, Bricolage wasn't getting any rad dollars, and now they are really considered to be an up-and-comer in the arts industry here. Mm, yeah, and it's possible to meet rad board members, and the plan there would be to get them to come to your events, check out your organization. And we do. I've tromped around out on the uh, in parks. And I've been uh, been glad to go in and meet your people here at WKD. Yes, you've been here early in the morning. <laughs> I've seen you at 8 o'clock. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, we, we come and visit. We want to understand what you're doing and what your goals are for your organization. It's so great uh, that you get so personally involved. Now, what's your personal passion? What, did you study art in college? Were you? Uh... I actually did. Good for you. I did study art history in college. Um, I used to do ballet as a kid, uh, and I was very in interested in dance. I can't sing, but I'm going to come see the big sing. Right. <laughs> so, so, no, I, yeah, I have a great interest in the arts. And I, you know, was an English major. I studied Shakespeare. I love to go to hear art, see our plays in the public theater and 
it's all it's all good all of these things are so important and I want to know what else is going on with the regional asset district in this 25th anniversary year. Is there anything else you'd like to share that the board members are especially uh, talking about, uh, fascinated with, uh, just any other issues? Well, I think that the RAD board is thinking what's going to what it's going to be like in our next 25 years, because you know things change. Um, Lots of people are taking Uber instead of buying cars. So we have to, you know, we hope they keep buying cars because that's an extra sales tax that we get to run our wonderful assets and our organization. But we have to look at the continuum, what's going to happen in the next 25 years. And so we're excited to do that. And what are the, everyone would like to know what it's like at a RAD board meeting when the public isn't there. Is it a heated discussion that you have sometimes? Surely there are personal enthusiasms of individual board members that must be argued on, on behalf of that board member. Well, we're very strict about um, not having our board members all together when it's not a public meeting. Hmm. So, you know, we might be doing it, like when we're looking at the future, what's gonna happen in the future. We're not ever gonna be doing it when we're debating votes. We do that in the public. Um, so you might not see us disagree because um, we send a lot of emails around. We try, to, we try to talk to each other. What are your thoughts? Uh, and, you know, we, we're good listeners, and I think that we um, listen to each other and we try to compromise, and that's how it should be. Sure. Like a sunshine situation. Uh, yeah, that's let the right. Sun in. Let the sunshine in. That's uh, right. And uh, I'm sure that uh, anybody that receives RAD funding or is interested in RAD funding would want me to press you as hard as I can about how to increase my grant or, or you gave <laughs> some advice on uh, on uh, how to get started, but anything else you'd say in the way of advice for those folks? I think in order to increase your grant, you need to show us what you're going to do with the money. What is the difference it's going to make for your organization? Because, you know, that, that's what we're doing it for. We, we want to make a difference in our region. So if you can show us that if we give you an extra $5,000, an extra $10,000, it is going to enable you to do A, B, C, and D, that will change your organization and benefit the region. That's what we'd like to hear. Hmm. Uh, one common denominator that I, I get from the RAD uh, organizations that have been dropping in for the 25th anniversary is how much they appreciate the operating support, which is so hard to raise money with grants. Funders always want to get behind a special project, but you help with the general, and, and that's essential. That, I think, was the beauty of the RAD, you know, the statute that funded us. It said, let us give people operating funds that they can't get anywhere else. Because you're right, somebody will say, oh, you're going to commission a new ballet, I'll fund that. But it's harder to get the money that's going to let you hire the ballerinas for the new ballet. So that's what we're, we're glad to do that. Yeah, Dusty. Why Dusty? Where'd the name Dusty come from? <laughs> it's an unusual first name. It reminds me, Garrison Keillor had two characters in recurring uh, skits they did, Dusty and Lefty, the Old West. <laughs> it has a beautiful romantic quality to it, Dusty. Well, well that is, that's 
funny because my father's nickname was Lefty. So Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Dusty and Lefty. So my um, mother was the youngest of nine children, and her older brother's nickname was Dusty. So I am named after he. It's beautiful. After I love him. that name. And I, I have to say, I knew your beloved Bill, and uh, oh. he was such a great help to WQED. And a full disclosure, he was our board chair, right. and uh, Bill was a passionate art collector. He loved art. He uh, loved, visual art. Was he it? loved visual art. He, he could teach a jazz class. He loved music. Um, and he loved WQED which caused me to have to abstain from all of your funding requests. I'm sure. <laughs> but um, he was glad to do it, and he loved it so much. All right. So. I have, have to uh, tell you that I was a big uh, big fan of Bill and, and the way he led QED through some challenging times. I mean, it wasn't easy mm-hmm. when he was in, in charge. We still had a multimillion-dollar debt, as I recall. I don't want to go back to those dark days, but uh, things are, are looking a lot better and more solid financially now, in part because of his leadership. Oh, thank you. And he was glad to do it, and I'm glad how it turned out. Dusty, thanks for coming by. Happy 25th anniversary for the Regional Assets District. So great. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks for all your good work.